The following program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Yes, it's another Sunday night in quarantine, and once again, comedy is still under lockdown. But tonight, we're doing things a little bit differently. We're going a different kind of viral. We're talking to some of our favorite content creators and comics whose online presence social media, YouTube channels, and digital content actually earned them a call following way before we ever heard the word COVID. We're going viral tonight. I'm Dean Young, and we're about to go Inside the Joke. Welcome to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You're listening to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, coast to coast, Canada wide on the Global News Radio Network. Brought to you, of course, by our good friends at Hakeem Optical. Uh, Vince, my producer's on the line somewhere in social isolation. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. You know, managing as they say, a little bit closer to hopefully getting this thing resolved. But I don't really. It, it feels like there's a, a light at the end of the tunnel, kind of, but it's sort of like I don't know. It's sort of like a tree in the wind. <laughs> yeah, it's like weird, weird, random things are are opened back up again. Like, well, you could golf now because you don't need to be close to anybody. But I, I, I mean, it's also like if springtime ever gets here, it's going to be pretty hard to get people here in Toronto not to go and like, you know, dr- park drink all day in groups of four hundred hipsters and that kind of stuff. Like, how do you isolate when that finally happens? Uh, well, yeah, what's the consistent, like, nice weather hit for, like, more than four or five days in a row, then, yeah, it's going to be hard to keep us in our homes for this long. That's impossible, man. By, like, the middle of February, Canadians are already standing outside ready to hit the patio. So, like, good luck with that anyway. Caged but, animals, uh, really. We're like caged animals. We are. So, tonight we're doing uh, – so, every week, uh, myself and Vince, we've been sort of – we've been giving listeners – some new streams of comedy to listen to stuff that that Canadian comics and American comics are working on during this whole comedy shutdown. People are still pumping out new specials that they had sitting on the back burner. There's still new albums dropping. There's podcasts happening. So we've been trying to keep people busy and giving them new stuff to watch and listen to tonight. We're doing It's a little bit of a throwback, I guess, Vince, because we have some guests on here who some of their stuff went viral. They had like, they built up a, a huge, sort of cult online following way before any of this COVID stuff even happened. But this is a genre, the, the, the viral comedy, the online comedy, that I only see increasing. It'll get more and more and more popular with comics worldwide because it's an avenue that's not going away. That's the thing. All of our comedy... From now on, you know, everybody keeps talking about, well, what's what's the world going to look like after COVID? What's the economy yeah, going to look like? What's the comedy club going to look like? Totally. And we and it's still a mystery, like, when are live shows coming back? What are tours and festivals going to look like? Especially, I mean, we're heading into the peak festival season here that goes through summer and fall every year. But I think what's going to happen is everybody's going to be a lot more American. 
And yeah, you know it's going to be ordering away? food Wi-Fi. at home. That's not going away. The Wi-Fi is not going away. That's what it is. It's just going to be ordering food at home and watching all your comedy on the couch, just like we've been doing for, like, almost three months now at this point. But we got uh, a friend of the show, hasn't joined us in a while, Mark Anthony Synagoga is on the line. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, man. Thanks for having me. Well, we're curious. Like, we love talking to comics and producers and, you know, independent promoters, like just what exactly the heck people are working on during all this. And a lot of people, there's a lot of stand-ups. We've talked the last few weeks. There's a lot of stand-ups who, you know, two months ago were like completely would thumb their nose at all of this online stuff and be like, that's not, that's not comedy. I don't know what that's a kid sitting at a kitchen table with a pack of crayons. I don't know what that is, but everybody's like forced, you know, forced into it. Now you were some of it we're interested in because, you know, every once in a while you've popped in on the show and you're always like you, you're, you're booking your own theater shows, you're doing your own tours, you're always doing online content. So I'm just curious during this whole thing, like what, what's been keeping you busy, man, or at least what's been keeping you entertained? I mean, aside from learning new skills like sourdough and all that stuff that's packing on the weight, <laughs> uh, aside from being like a master chef in my own house, um, comedy-wise, I, I'm honestly, man, I'm just doing as much as I can online. Uh, like you said, finally getting that, uh, that comedy album off the back burner, you know, went through all my audio and stuff. So I do have a, a comedy album coming out in the next couple months, just cause you know, I have the recordings and I never got around to it just cause like you said, always being busy on the road. But in, in terms of the, the live stuff, obviously nothing. And I don't know when that's going to come back and how it's going to come back. So I'm kind of just waiting to see how that is going to play out and in terms of the self-produced stuff. I think that that's going to be the last thing to come back. Like I don't think anyone, any sports bar or, you know, small place is going to be willing to take a chance on comedy when sports comes back. So, um, wow, well, yeah, because everybody's going to be all pent up and waiting for it. And... Yeah, but uh, for the online content, uh, you know, been putting out projects that I've been waiting to put out for a long time. You know, got some green screen stuff going, trying to build up on TikTok and Instagram yeah. and build up my following, tap into the Italian niche a little bit more with videos and stuff like that. And that's Are pretty much it. TikTok, Mark? Am I a fan of it? Yeah, like, are you getting the hang of it? it I mean, I'm getting... Uh, now. Yeah, I mean, I've got a few videos that uh, went over a million views, which shocked me, and then I have some videos at, like, five views. So I have I have no idea how it works. <laughs> I know, it's figuring out... It's figuring out, like, a whole different audience and a whole different algorithm on this platform. It's kind of annoying, too, because it's like, you know, before all this happened, working comics who have been around for a while would always complain, like, oh, my God, there's... 7,000 open micers in this crooked city. But now, I mean, for me, it's kind of a double-edged sword, too. It's like, well, now cooking and comedy, those are the two things I do for a living. Now it's like you, everybody's a chef now, and everybody's a performer now, right? Yeah. So, but I mean, I was curious with you also, I mean, where you see, obviously, you know, for years, you've been booking out these sold-out theater shows and doing these run of, like, indie tours and stuff. You do all this stuff under your Funny Man banner. Where do you see how how quickly do you see for you even like producing live live shows coming back again? Because I mean, the way you even seat people in a theater is going to be totally different, right? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm uh, that's kind of like my biggest fear because, you know, of course that was my bread and butter for um, a long time. And I, I don't know how that's going to come back. And like you said, if it comes back at all and you know, who's going to want to see the new indie stuff when, 
you know, the, the big JFL tours are going to be coming around. All the big names are going to be coming out like a force, you know? So um, I, I don't know how that's going to pan out. I'm obviously going to still do my best to try and get the, you know, small monthly shows back up and running in the places that uh, don't really have comedy. Um, but aside from that, I'm kind of just going to see how the dust settles. Yeah, totally. And I mean, that is one thing. I mean, you always were able to build this, this great brand on, you know, bringing downtown performers and bringing bigger comics from, from Toronto and from across Canada out to these places, out to these pockets in the suburbs that don't have access to seeing these people live. So hopefully out of all of the promoters out there doing their own thing, like hopefully you're one of the ones who can come back as soon as things open up and sort of, you know, bring this stuff back again. There's another project you had going before COVID too, that I want to find out what's going on with that. We're going to come back with more inside jokes of more Mark Anthony right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hi, my name is Amanda Day and you are listening to Inside Jokes on 640. It's Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Brought to you, of course, by our good friends at Hakeem Optical. We got some new COVID cell lines for them that we're going to throw at you again later. I don't know if they're paying attention to these. I kind of hope they aren't, but I love them. We love them. We'll find out if they're listening next time. It's like, you know, time to renew. But uh, we got our friend Mark Anthony on the line here with us. So, Mark, you were talking before the break just what what you're working on during this and where you know obviously you as a comic and as and as a, a booker and a promoter see see things going after this but there is another project that you had before all this covid malarkey started here you and jj lieberman were doing this show called buffet buds yes yeah we uh <laughs> just decided to launch amazing <laughs> yeah i uh I mean, it's it's great. I, I love doing it. It's Buffet Buds is essentially me and J.J. Lieberman. Uh, he's another comedian for people who don't know, and we're finding the best in buds and buffets. So, like, you know, since uh, cannabis is legal, we, we're taking the cannabis culinary approach, if you will, trying to find a small niche there. And, uh, you know, we look for the best buds being cannabis, you know, and uh, yeah. pair it with a buffet, and we essentially <laughs> – essentially kick it back to high school. We get high, we go munch out at a buffet and we review both. And uh, we've got uh, a pilot season that we launched on YouTube. And um, the last episode comes out this Saturday and um, it might be the only season ever because buffets might never come back again. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I guess you guys could do it. Yeah. I mean the whole, the actual buffet part of things is that's, that's, that's a tough one. I mean, you guys could definitely get together and, you know, order skip the dishes and, and get baked and review that stuff <laughs> but yeah i mean really... we're we've got a, a potential season coming we're, we're trying to line up some chefs uh that we know uh that either cook with cannabis or are cannabis friendly individuals and um we kind of they cook for us kind of thing so we're keeping it with yeah, right, other right. people and stuff like oh, that yeah right? like trying to move laterally so you know yeah, I know you cook, so you know if you're interested, let's do it, man. Yeah, man, call me up. I'll do it. I, I, I definitely will cook, and I'm and I'm pretty sure I can smoke the weed with you too. That's fine too. Uh, but it, I think that's the interesting thing is like you know obviously everything is such a huge question mark for for so many industries and obviously for live comedy. But I mean, it's it's kind of funny, Mark, because right before this happened we were talking a lot on the show about how we were sort of in this, this 
golden age of stand-up again because podcasts and Netflix and then later on Crave and Amazon and all this stuff made stand-up popular again. It made it, it made stand-up almost cool again, and people would go out and watch live shows again. So we we're in this sort of heyday happening again. Obviously, that's on pause right now. But now I think we're going into maybe that sort of wave of things for online stuff now. I I agree. I mean, what else are you supposed to do, right? And if comedy's comedy wasn't that uh, you know starting to pick up in the golden age again, what are people going to do? They're going to just see what comedians are doing. So I that's why I think that you're seeing every stand-up kind of shift to starting their own podcast or just releasing anything, right? So like if you're a fan of anybody who's you know not a megastar, obviously you're just going to check out what they got going. And obviously, as a comedian, the more you have out there and the more stuff that you can provide, the more they can keep watching you, right? So it's definitely, um, it's not a bad thing to be capitalizing on all these uh, uh, social media avenues, you know? One thing that's interesting, too, and I think you're somebody that could probably weigh in on this, is that, you know, there's a lot of comics, and actually your Buffet Buds partner, J.J. Lieberman, is definitely one of the ones under this category. But a Mm -hmm. lot of comics get that certain kind of, sort of electricity off of going out to a club, going out to sort of a more intimate, smaller crowd where you're sort of face to face with the people and, you know, pushing their buttons, pushing the boundaries and seeing sort of testing the waters and what you could get away with and and thriving off of that sort of gut reaction or that, like that big response of like, Whoa, I can't believe you just went there. Do you think people can get that same sort of, that same sort of call and response off of doing these live streaming stand-up bits online because it's a different like people are there commenting in real time and giving you feedback but you're removed from them you're not in the same room as them do you think you can get that sort of same sense of being able to push things further i don't think so i mean if you watch uh buffet buds you'll see that jj just uses me as that individual like he'll just push my <laughs> yeah. buttons you know and you know he gets on my nerves that people who don't know like we're we're opposite ends of the spectrum when it comes to being performers and how we even approach stand up so we do yeah. play off each other well but i think that's why you're going to see like as soon as comedy clubs do get open people are going to be right back in there because you just they haven't been able to replace that uh, emotional connection you get with live events you know and i i think that that's super important especially for stand up um even with the live, with the vr stand up specials you just don't get that in the room connection that you would get when you're there. And I think that's, um, that's never going to be replaced. And that's going to be what uh, gets stand up back up and running whenever they decide to get us back in there. I, I think so too. And I mean, you, I think you and talking about buffet buds, you and JJ are two completely perfectly different examples of that. JJ is sort of, JJ has that sort of New York thing in his blood. He needs to be in those small downtown clubs and he needs to be in people's faces and you know he's a barking dog he's got to do that sort of grab you by the jugular style of comedy and he's and he's so good at working the crowd with that the one thing i always loved about your stuff and and especially the fact that you know you're able to successfully book and promote shows is there's a little bit of like the old school showman in you away in a way like you can drop into these clubs and sort of push the envelope and say some new things but you also know how to go out to a theater of 400 people that's like a completely different age bracket from you and and have a broad appeal to them at the same time like you can sort of you know switch to both sides of the pendulum oh, i appreciate that that's uh best compliment i've had in my entire life that's great <laughs> or, or at least or at least since february anyways yeah <laughs> 
Well, thank you so much, buddy. And uh, just a reminder for the listeners, where can people check out your stuff online right now? Uh, you can follow me at not Mark Anthony on Instagram and pretty much everywhere on that's the handle for me and at buffet buds on YouTube, on Instagram, on TikTok, Twitch, and whatever, all of them, so, <laughs> all of them, all of them. I appreciate you guys having me though. Oh, we appreciate it, man. Hopefully we can see uh, you and JJ and everybody else back on stage doing what you guys do best uh, as soon as possible here. Uh, go check out Mark Anthony's stuff online. Keep watching Canadian comedy and uh, stay safe, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much, boys. Have a good one. All right. And we'll be right back with Rodrigo Fernandez Stoll on more inside jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I do like Morgan Freeman. Hello. (laughs) This is Black Zeus, and you are listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Have a good day. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Uh, thanks again to Mark Anthony Synagoga, but we're going to switch things over. We've got somebody else, another comic who who recently had this sort of viral sketch that's just been blown up and shared around amongst especially a lot of people in the comedy world. We've got old friend of the show, Rodrigo Fernandez, Stoll on the line. How you doing, buddy? Good, good. I hope you guys are doing okay uh, there. Are you guys doing this remotely, all from home sort of thing? Like, how does it work with you guys? Same thing. We have, we, me and Vince are in our own little bunkers. I'm in, I've been in the garage for two months doing the show, like a really, like, watered-down CanCon Mark Marin. Uh, Vince is somewhere in a nice house in Little Italy, and yeah, we've yeah, just... My bunker has Nutella. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. We've literally <laughs> been phoning it in for two months. Nice. That's. I mean, that's safe. It's good. I mean, it's probably. It probably gets to the point where you just. Uh, you just start to do everything in your little little bunker spots. So you do the show, and you probably like, just sit there. You you know you smoke your you smoke your joints, and then you like yeah. start watching shows there. You start to eat just like cereal bowls everywhere, guaranteed. <laughs> it's you know what? It's going to be so weird whenever things do. I don't know slowly open up and limp back to normal it'll be weird like even things like that like for us going to the studio and you know the oh my god there's people around is this okay like it'll, i think everybody is so conditioned now to avoid human <laughs> contact even walking down the going to the corner store and walking down the sidewalk like you see somebody coming up from half a block away and you're switching sides of the street it's kind of nice yeah. actually in a way I, I won't lie yeah everyone's being very uh I mean, everyone's being very cautious, extra cautious. I'm, I'm yeah. wearing my mask whenever I go to the store. Sometimes I find myself wearing my mask in my car when I'm just by myself in my car. And I even, I'll even <laughs> tell myself and I'll be like, why am I wearing my mask in the car? Like, I'm the only one here. But, um, but yeah, I mean, we're, yeah, you're right. We're getting conditioned to do, to do that, really. Um, but. I, I feel like at least we're at least we're being extra cautious with that. I mean, I, I I get really pissed off when I see all the people acting like nothing's wrong, or you know, as, as if they're immune to all of this. And I'm kind of like, what's you know? I give them the evil eye for about a good ten minutes in the no frills. Yeah. Well, I hope really. I hope the state of Florida is listening to that right now for sure. Uh, for for you, you had we, we were also talking to people about stuff that they've done that's sort of 
I don't know, you could gone viral right now during this or stuff that comics are sharing around a lot. So you, of course, you had this sketch that you guys filmed, I guess, last winter, it looks like anyways, because obviously it's cold out and there's a bunch of humans together at the same time. But you have this thing, you want a piece of on that that's been circling around. So if you could, for the listeners, <laughs> yeah. what's, like, what's a bit of like a summary on this on this sketch? Well, uh, the sketch uh, is actually part of a little collective that I do called Dr. Idiot with uh, with uh, director Edward Pond and uh, another awesome comic that everybody knows, uh, Mr. Pat Thornton, who uh, who wrote the sketch. Um, so I, I, uh, I do some work with them. And then Pat actually had this is a true story that actually happened. Uh, so Pat was in the park. This was like what? Uh, months and months ago but pat was actually at a park at a dog park where he saw a guy checking a pizza and uh he made a little facebook post about it and uh i thought it was really funny so i uh, messaged him right after i read it and i said you have to write that into a sketch because that is so funny and then he did and then it just ended up being one of those things where we had like so much fun filming it and luckily we got to film it before the world went to um, but, uh, yeah, we got to film it and like, it was super fun. And, and Edward who, uh, 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 Edward and Bob, uh, Gundu who, uh, filmed it. They're awesome. They're just like pros at, at all of this. And they let us do anything when it comes to like our ideas and they're super fun. But yeah, we ended up filming that about a guy who obsesses over whether or not he should have said, do you want a piece of shit? that on a, on a guy's pizza and it was great we uh we had a great time i uh yeah we we have a bunch of sketches that we filmed and uh, we just kind of have them in the can sort of thing so we're just like always being like uh this week seems like a good time to release something just to uh you know just to have something uh to to share we can't really no no one really uh, no one that like cbc comedy really wants to buy a sketch about you want a piece of shit on a pizza so, <laughs> so it's, all, it's just our own stuff where we're like yeah people want to laugh at this today so that's what that's what i was curious about too and i think a lot of people were because watching this it's like well obviously this this happened a while ago but yeah, I, yeah it's sort of like it it's interesting how many people have these sort of nuggets of gold that have just been sitting there on the back burner for whatever reason and it's like okay well maybe I was just figuring out what I wanted to do with this, or maybe it was something I just sort of did for fun on the side, but now boom, everybody's watching. Here's the best time to sort of, to sort of drop this. Uh, we're going to go to break. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. But we're going to go to break. And uh, I'm curious about some more of the stuff that you guys have on the back burner and just what sort of this whole sharing thing amongst comics says about the state of the community. If I could get heartwarming for a second. We'll be back with more inside jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey, this is Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway? And you are listening to Inside Jokes Pants Option. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We've got Rodrigo Fernandez stole on the line uh, before the break. You were giving us a bit of the summary of this sketch that you, that people have been sharing around like crazy this past week. You want a piece of shit on that. So if, if you don't know what this is, 
Go watch that right now. But, Rodrigo, you were saying, so you and this collective, you guys have a bunch of these that you had sort of ready to go. I think everybody kind of is, uh, it's weird, because right now there's this, like, weird pressure, especially for, like, comics and just, like, uh, I don't know, creators of whatever, some sort of content. Like, everybody's got this, like, uh, anxiety right now of, like, should I be making stuff? Should I be releasing anything? Should I be, what should I be writing about? Um, and I, I get it all the time because I'm sitting here in my kitchen sometimes just being like, should I be making jokes about COVID right now? Or should I, is that, is that going to be hacky in like a month? Like, I don't know. Like, who knows? But, um, yeah, I, I've just been trying to at least, uh, it's, it's more all about just like making something that gets my mind off, uh, whatever's happening out there. Um, because I'll, you know, I'll, uh, I'm working on my, uh, new fog and lasers album that I'm doing right now. And all the songs are about this, what's going on. Yeah. And I, and I have like at least two people going like, uh, are you sure you want to make it so topical? I mean, nobody's going to want to listen to it in a year. And I'm kind of like, I know, but this is what's happening. It's the, the most honest thing right now. This is what's happening to me right it now. Is. So like, it, I have to make this, like, what am I going to do? Just like a year from now, be like, well, you know, I didn't really want to talk about it, but who cares? Just like express yourself in any way or form right now. Cause Really, we're all going through the same thing, so I might as well just stamp it right now in some sort of way. And then all the sketches that we have canned, I just we lucked out, and we were kind of just like, we have all of these. Let's just share share them because everybody needs to laugh right now, you know? Yeah, and I think that's the point. Like it's such sort of a double edged sword. I mean, say let's say bars open up again tomorrow, all of a sudden we had hired you know open mics going on in this city again. Everybody's going to beat that horse to death for sure. But for people who are working comics and who are content creators, et cetera, sitting at home right now, it's like that's that's the job of comedy is to sort of tackle whatever's happening in your life right now or whatever's happening around you. And I mean, this is this is what's happening, like it or not. You can't really ignore it, you know. Yeah, we we have to bring it up. You got to talk about it. Like, I'm not going to just sit. I I do. do, I've had this conversation a few times already where it's like, we got to we got to try to avoid it as much as possible. And I'm like, literally every single time I walk outside and go to the grocery store, this is the only thing I'm thinking about. (laughs) Like Completely. I mean, (laughs) we have to we have to do something about it. I mean, maybe in two years, nobody's going to want to hear about you know, no, nobody's going to want to watch a movie about this for sure. But yeah, uh, I mean, right now, yeah, let's let's all let's all just at least uh, try to laugh somewhat about these sorts of things because friggin' a man, you know. And I think yeah, I think you're right because we all remember when United '93 came out. But but I think it's <laughs> it's totally true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you I look at even special. Uh, I have that special edition DVD that I still watch every single you know, okay. month. <laughs> you were that you were one of the one of the people. But I mean, yeah. even you know, you're even looking at comics who normally skew political. The the political commentators, even that's all COVID because right now, I mean, even you know, all the late shows and stuff. All these guys are hosting it from the living room. They're in the middle of a U.S. election, of a presidential election, which is completely an afterthought right now. It's completely not even in the spotlight because all anybody is living on a day-to-day basis right now is is COVID. Yeah, I mean, we're just going to, like, it's such a confusing time, too, because there's so much information coming at us where 
we're all getting this we're all getting different information every day about like what the rules are and like what you know how how uh how it could affect uh certain families and like how many people you're allowed in the house and all this stuff and it's like i'm just trying to be say as safe as possible really but I'm not going to like so, sit too. at home and like, just uh, sit at home and look in the mirror and be like, uh, um, I, I, I just think we all really need to be there for one another. And the way I can do that is just by, you know, trying to make some folks laugh and being a goofball. And luckily my partner, uh, Gwen, uh, who's also a comic, Gwen Phillips, she's yeah. very funny also. And we both just kind of, sit down make each other laugh and hope for the best and tell our families we love them and want to you know we want we can't wait to see everybody so i mean it's re- it, it really is just like a uh for like a like a exercise for your mind you know of how like you can deal with certain situations and i can't wait to i can't wait to get back to work that's actually another thing too i'm i'm really gonna not not uh really uh take anything for granted that's totally true i mean yeah it is that you you know we've talked to other sort of comedy couples that are like you know you're in this quarantine together so it's you're sort of in this like comedy think tank this like writer's room that you're that you're you're coexisting in but i mean i and and i mean in your case that's especially true of course because uh, you know every comic is dying to get back up on stage and people are just itching for that live audience again and whatever that'll happen and i mean for you i mean yeah at nighttime you're on stage you're producing shows and in daytime you're out at auditions i mean listeners listening to this right now might not know but a lot of them have probably seen you on a commercial at some point or seen you in something so i mean you're out there you're shooting something by day or you're out at auditions and stuff so it's sort of like every you know, every avenue of what you do as just a professional and as a performer is all sort of on pause right now. And one thing before before we do let you go, I'm just curious, you know, because the the other flip side of this industry is just the service part of it, like the bars and the restaurants and the clubs yeah. where we all go and work. For us as comics, we have a few of those heritage places here in Toronto that aren't just like cult audience favorites, but they're so essential to the scene like the community where comics go and congregate like we have comedy bar we have the socap we have the rivoli these aren't just places that audiences know and love these are these are the places where comics go and blow off steam and catch up with each other and just sort of hang out and wait to go on stage what do you see that whole side of the of the community looking like after this I mean, I, I guess it, uh, it falls down to like gradually being more and more comfortable to go out to public places because, uh, I mean, we have to respect that too. A lot of people are going to be very anxious about going to spots where there's going to be a lot of people in a room. Um, I miss uh, Comedy Bar so much right now. Uh, that was like my favorite, that's my favorite place in the city. So, um, the moment that, uh, the moment that we're able to all go to, you know, a bar like comedy bar all together, I will, uh, I will be lighting fireworks, um, <laughs> on the street. That's for sure. But yeah, I, I feel like it's just a matter of really getting people to feel comfortable, um, enough to be able to, uh, to go somewhere and maybe there's going to be some like health guidelines. Maybe everybody has to wear a mask in the room. Like who knows? I, I don't yeah. know. Uh, I'm, I'm not a medical professional, so I can't really like tell people 
that it's going to be okay or something, but uh, I know that at least uh, it will get to a a point where we can go see live theater again and like go see people on stage. It's just a, it's just a matter of uh, the waiting game. Really. I mean, it, it's, uh, it's only bound to get better. I feel like we already made it through the, the stump, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, and in the meantime, even just, you know, watching, watching this sketch that everybody's been sharing around this week, it was just so nice and refreshing again to just, you know, not just not just see something new and funny, but just to see a bunch of funny people gathered in the same space together because it's such a seems like such an alien concept right now. It's like, oh, there's ten yeah. people I recognize <laughs> in a group filming something. I mean, that seems like a whole different lifetime ago. Uh, but anyways, Rodrigo, thank you so much, buddy. Oh, no problem. Thank you, guys. And hopefully, I mean, once there's once you can get back on stage again, and once we're in the studio again, we we'd love to have you back. In the meantime, though, where where's the best place for people to check out your stuff online? Um, they can go. Uh, I usually post a lot of stuff on Instagram. They can check me out at at Rod on the Internet, or they can go to my website to go see a bunch of the videos. Rod on the Internet dot com. Um, or uh, yeah, just uh, I'm sure you can. Uh, there's a few shows that I've done. If uh, I did an episode of Transplant on CTV, it's uh, uh, yeah. If you can check that out on Crave TV, and uh, yeah, and Baroness Von Sketch that comes out uh, later on. I think at the end of the summer it'll come out, so you can wait for that as well. Perfect. And Kim's convenience. And Kim's convenience. There we go. Busy working guy. That's- Thankfully, a lot of stuff in the can until we can get back to it. Rod, thanks so much, buddy. We'll talk to you soon, and uh, stay safe. Stay riding. You and Gwen crank out some funny stuff, and hopefully we can see you back to doing what you do best as soon as possible here. All right on. Thanks so much, guys. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. And we'll be right back with comedy duo Paul Stella Comedy and find out what they're working on during COVID. We'll be back with more inside jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'll do it in Italian now. Hey, this is Frank Spadone, and you're listening to Inside the Jokes on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Oh, it's Global News. So now I know the weather in Toronto, I know the weather in Rome, I know the weather in Russia, I know the weather where my mother-in-law lives. I don't care about that one. I don't know what I'm doing. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And, of course, thanks again to Rodrigo Fernandez-Stoll. But this whole show so far, we've been talking to comics who, because of COVID, have been working on online content, people who have been doing video sketches that have been blowing up and getting this huge viral following. Now we're going to switch things over. We're going to talk to a comedy duo who built a following online a long time ago, way before any of us had ever heard the word covid so almost it's like a lot of stand-ups are now kind of invading their space. We got Paul and Stella, Paul Stella Comedy Online. How are you guys doing? Hey, Good, man, thanks thank for having you. us back. So how are you guys? I mean, one thing I was curious to talk to you guys about is last time we had you on the show, last summer we were doing this festival and you guys came on. And at the time we were talking about how, you know, a lot of stand-ups and a lot of comics were sort of uh, – purists let's say and they, they always thumbed their nose at like the youtube comedy and the social media stuff and the digital content and to them they were always like well you're not in front of a crowd it's not the same thing 
now all of those people during COVID have been forced to flock over these platforms because they need to build that audience for you guys. I mean, you guys went viral with your stuff ages ago, way before any of this happened. So, I mean, what's your take on this whole, now you have this whole like built-in audience at home. It, 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 we, it's, it's definitely worked for our benefit uh, yeah. as it has since the beginning. But uh, I, I think um, taking advantage of uh, TikTok has been the biggest um, success story for us so far. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's necessarily just because of COVID or not, um, but it's been the most amazing app to be able to channel our stuff properly. And it's been the first app that has allowed us to see the numbers that we feel, you know, we deserve with how much work we put in. And we just, we just cracked over 3 million views on one of our videos and we have another two over, over uh, almost at 2 million. And, uh, and our followers are steadily going up by the thousands every day. And it's just amazing to be able to uh, get, to that many people during this time and, and have them enjoy what we're what we've been doing all along which yeah, is incredible I, I mean oh yeah sorry go ahead sorry and it's also with the app it's great to know uh we didn't realize that our content was relatable we always thought it was relatable to maybe you know 25 or an older or 20 to 25 um but there's a lot of tweens and teenagers on there that are actually loving our stuff and now we're learning ourselves that wow our our content is relatable to a younger audience as well. So it's really good to know that we kind of have a variety of, uh, of an audience there. Well, and for you guys, it's so interesting. Like a lot of the comics we've talked to, like a lot of stand-ups who, again, they just, they're just they're so jonesing for that stage time that they obviously can't get, but they're, they're, they're doing these live streams and these live sets and stuff, and they're going, wow, I can't believe I ignored this the whole time. There's people feeding back in real time. There's a whole new audience. For you guys, I mean, yeah, obviously TikTok is just another new platform. It's another sort of tool in the arsenal for you. But you guys already, you guys, you guys knew this ages ago. You guys already had this built-in audience. This is just sort of another way to expand on that, I guess, for you. Yeah, it's been it's been interesting to see a lot of those comics that, that have actually embraced it finally. I mean, it sucks that it took a pandemic to get them to realize that. But in the end, it's it's happening nonetheless, and it's great because they have some great material and and it's it really is exciting for uh, an artist of any kind to like, like figure out a new way to present their content. And that's, that's, that, that's what was so great about, uh, you know, what we got to do in the first place. We didn't start as stand-up comedians. We've now, we have some stand-up under our belt, which is fantastic, especially with you guys giving us uh, our first opportunity to do that live, which is amazing. Um, but uh, it, it's, it's exciting to see everybody finally getting on board and, and having fun with it, that's, that's the point, to make sure that it's, like, genuine to the artist. It doesn't have to be what everybody wants it to be. It's just you get to be you on your own platform, and whoever, you know, vibes with that is, is you know, it's, it's a bonus, right? And we yeah. should all be doing it because we think it's funny. That's a, the only way we've, over, we've always uh, worked our, our sketches anyways. We just do the stuff that we think is hilarious. Totally. And, I yeah, and I think a lot of you guys have found that audience based on people who, who – are like-minded completely. We've been fortunate to have that done. And, and yeah. even the support of you guys, honestly, thank you so much for, yeah, thank you. for supporting us out the gates. That's, that's a very true story right there. And I have a question. Um, yeah. With the two of you being separated, you both are putting out hilarious content on your own. Is anyone going Thanks, solo man. anytime soon? Are we going solo anytime soon? Is that what you said? Well, I'm just saying, Stella's hilarious on her own. She don't need you now, Paul. And Paul, <laughs> <laughs> I know she's hilarious. That's why I work with her. Uh, but, well, 
that is that is the interesting thing because so much of what you guys do obviously completely depends on you guys being in the same room together and and sort of bouncing these ideas off of each other how 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 does that work going forward do you think well all this is sort of on pause i think once this is all over of course we'll probably get back into the swing of things but it has been nice for both of us to kind of do our own thing as well and you know we help each other still you know i'll send him some ideas or clips and help have him help me and he does the same when we get each other's feedback and it's just us supporting each other uh through this time and and still the most important thing i think through this whole quarantine is staying as creative as you can so obviously we're both making the best of everything and um and doing that and you know once everything calms down of course we're going to still get back into working together um it's just this time you have more time now, right? We have more time to do our own thing. Whereas before we were just so on the go, working on so many things together that it kind of sat on the back burner a little bit. Um, but so I think this, this, this whole quarantine kind of was like a blessing in disguise for everything. For yeah, it, it's good to take a break once in a while because we, we honestly, we were, we were always doing our own stuff on our own before mm-hmm. we got together as well. And I think that's what helps, what's helped, what helped us create our own, uh, our platform as big as it was because we, we both, uh, have always been creative on our own, and, and the fact that we had chemistry together has been uh, has been a blessing in itself. So, yeah, and you both you both had those followings that you sort of were able to mash into this thing, this comedy. Uh, we're coming back with more Paul Stella comedy. We'll be back right here on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio, six forty, Toronto. Hey, it's Tim Steves, and you're listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio. Why is the jokes on the news channel? What the hell's going on around here? Six forty. And welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640. We're talking about Stella Comedy. You know, we've been talking to a lot of stand-ups lately, especially who've been talking over TikTok and YouTube and live social media and Zoom and et cetera, et cetera. Just find that audience. Paul Stella Comedy has been doing this for a long time. They built this massive cult following way before we ever heard the word COVID. And I think before, so before the break, you guys, we were talking about obviously TikTok is just another new platform for you guys to to sort of expand on that. But I think even after this whole quarantine thing slowly, you know, crawls back to normal, maybe this is a glimpse of what comedy is going to look like more going forward anyways, you know? Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a great point. Because yeah. Yeah. as far as engagement, it's a whole new way to engage with everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't necessarily... You definitely don't need to worry about uh, the same old hecklers, that's for sure, that you'd have to deal with in a stand-up show. But uh, that you still have your, your hate online. But guess what? You get to ignore it a lot easier than uh, if you're standing up there by yourself um, in front of a crowd. Uh, other than that, it's it, totally it, true, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, but the engagement is really amazing because it, it, it does help you sift through what your true demographic is. And people who love your stuff will always keep coming back, and they'll be sharing your stuff. So technically, it's really the best thing that's happened to comedians because mm-hmm. more and more people can share you. So if they think it's one thing, if you think this, oh, that one part in that comedy show was so hilarious, but you can't share that, you know, especially since mm-hmm. you can't mostly can't film the, the live show. Um, and, and so there's, there's so many opportunities in general with this whole online world. Everything's going digital anyways, and it's, it's great to see a lot of people embracing it the way they have. I think so, too. I think also like when, when people are fans of, Online, and you guys are a good example of this. I feel like 
more so than when you're watching somebody live, when people are your fan online, there's almost this like sense of ownership. Like it's like, they're talking directly to me. Like I'm, I'm their fan base. You know, it's, it's sort of like being really into an album. It's like this album is speaking directly to me. Plus I, I, I think that, you know, this this might be give us a glimpse of what things will look like going forward. Because I mean, ten years ago, we all looked at podcasts and we went, "Well, that's just some weird like yeah. damn radio shit that people are doing in their basement." Yeah. yeah, you know. And now, you ten years later, everybody and their dog has a podcast in comedy, and it mm-hmm. sort of led to this whole new wave of stand up again. With the podcast. It's great that you brought that up, too, because Stella and I have also started our own podcast. We haven't released any episodes yet because, actually, when we were going to release it, all this COVID stuff started happening. But I'm also very careful about how oversaturated it is as well because I really want it to make sense. Um, and it's always been like we do. We always do stuff that's genuine to us. And it's, it's truly, you know, people love our chemistry so much that we, when we just start talking about anything, um, it seems to be engaging enough. So that's definitely a, a realm that we're starting to explore. Um, on top of that, the main focus after all this is uh, still building, building the sitcom that we've been writing forever and, and trying to get a, you know, greenlit. Uh, oh, there you go. Somebody to the next yeah. stage, you know, that's really, that's really our goal. You know, it's great to have all this social media um, experience and exposure, but in the end, we, we want more than just, you know, the next YouTube thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. The platform, the platforms will just kind of help us get there. And, you know, if we're pitching it to, to networks, they kind of see our numbers, which is what we're u- really utilizing the uh the problems were well and i mean i think when you walk into you know cbc comedy or wherever saying two million views is never a bad, never a bad thing for, for <laughs> yeah. the no, it's good it's definitely gonna work in our favor that's for sure absolutely well paul stella comedy so just for our listeners uh who didn't catch you last time where's the best place for people to find all of your stuff online uh right now tiktok if you're not on it get on it i don't know what you're doing yeah. Get on TikTok, <laughs> Paul Stella Comedy. It's, it's, it's that straightforward. Paul Stella Comedy on Instagram and TikTok um, and even YouTube. The, the name is consistent throughout on your favorite platform anywhere. Yeah. Perfect. Paul and the, Stella the Comedy. Podcast, the podcast. And the podcast, podcast, yeah. Yeah, the podcast is called That's a Mouthful with Paul and Stella. <laughs> <laughs> you guys approve of that? Yeah. There we go. Yeah, that's, okay. yeah I love that. Thank you. <laughs> well, knowing what you guys do and what you've been able to do so far, I'm sure the podcast is going to blow up just the same. And I mean, you have nothing if not a captive audience right now. Uh, you guys, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you so much. We're we're looking Thanks, forward guys. to hear what what happens with all this stuff and and what happens with. I'm sure by the next pandemic, you guys will have a sitcom on television too. That's the dream. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk. All right. Stay safe, you guys. We'll we'll get you back in studio soon and uh, keep us updated for sure on all that. And everybody listening at home, make sure you go and check out Paul Stella Comedy. Get on TikTok and uh, check out some of these new comics who are just hitting the platforms. But Paul Stella Comedy has been at this for a while, and uh, it's only going bigger from there. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you. Thank you Have so much. So that was our show that was going viral. Thank you again to Rodrigo, to Mark Anthony Synagoga, and, of course, to Paul Stella Comedy all of whom are blowing up online, cranking out this viral content during the pandemic. Uh, of course, we're going to be back next week with more stand-up. We have some new albums and some comics here in Canada we're talking to. And we'll also be back with one of our favorite features, Comedy Rx, with some new stand-up for you this, uh, next week. Vince, that's our show, buddy. Yeah, your comedy prescription this weekend is check out some great stuff online, especially any it. one of those comics that was just on right now. 
It's all viral. Check out that stuff on TikTok, on YouTube, on all the platforms. And we're going to be back with more new stand-up next weekend. That's our show. And don't forget, you can go on Global News Online and check out all of our episodes. Season 4, back to the very beginning. We'll be back next week. The preceding program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.